Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Mud Hut. It's been a while, hasn't it? But I'm back and enjoyed the episode, Mud Hut, with me, Asha DC. So here we are in the ending, well, the last week of February. This is a leap year this year, so we've got an extra day in February, which is quite unique. It just comes around bizarrely when it wants to. Um, Yes, so I haven't done a podcast for two and a half months. I just haven't felt, I just think so many changes are happening um, and I do kind of like go, ooh, winter, and sort of disappear. And I've just been observing mainly about what's uh, occurring and what goes on in the world and just uh, meditating and keeping quiet and doing that silent thing, which can be good, you know, like a vinyasa. I think I've always done that, you know, just uh, gather my thoughts, gather myself um, and not have serious FOMO. You know, and it's just like, oh, I should be going out. But I feel that 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 Capricorn energy is really strong to be motivated to do something, to work, to organise, to get going, to sort of like not sit still. But for my character, at least, sitting still is is quite a good thing sometimes. Uh, But I feel like a surge of energy. I've rediscovered my Moldavite, which always decides to just lose itself. Um, So I find... so. I've put it next to some black tourmaline, tourmalinos, tourmaline, uh, just to keep um, the to keep the edge off of it because it is quite a strong stone, I have to say. Um, but I can't believe how sunny it is out outside. It's beautiful. So um, I'm going to carry on with the rest of the episode. But it's great to be back on Mud Hut. So we're halfway through Mercury retrograde now and it's been in Pisces which has been quite a sensitive, heart-stringy, emotional, strange, weird, weird being in Aquarius and now it's like triple Pisces, there's quite a few energies in Pisces and Capricorn and the Capricorn energy has been really dominant over the last two months and that feeling of having to get things done and that pressure that gravity pull to make you want to do things when we're at that time of the year when everything slows down because it's cold and people are getting the flu and you know there's lots of reasons why you kind of hibernate around about this time of year well at least I do and yeah there's just been the fear of viruses and up uproar in countries here and abroad mainly just madness it feels like still that it continues but I feel this mercury retrograde is so important to just rethink re 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 as usual 
It's a retrograde and it'll be over sort of mid-March time. There'll still be a shadow phase, but um, it's, a, it's, it's times like this when you have to keep positive because those darker days are behind us now. We're getting into the lighter, lighter days, more, more light. So that's so important for me. I just love the sunshine and um, let's head on with the news and the weather next. Today's transits on Wednesday the 26th of February we have the sun in Pisces which is seven degrees we've said goodbye to Aquarius and we are now in the land of Pisces we've got the moon in Aries today which is that lovely bendy rubbery action orientated vibe where you just leap up and you feel the need to do things but on your terms which is probably why I feel that I can just pop up and get back on my podcasts um with that moon in Aries there and we've got the Mercury retrograde in Pisces at six degrees at the moment Woo, which is uh proving to be quite sensitive um, but meaning to go move forward in the in the upwards and onwards direction. We've got Venus there at, in Aries, where it's in its detriment. I don't think Venus likes being in Aries so much, evidently. But um, I have my Venus in Aries. It is quite a bizarre one because. You, tallied with the moon in Aries as well which is um, <laughs> funnily enough a day like today um, yeah a lot of Aries action going on there we've got Mars in Capricorn Jupiter in Capricorn Saturn in Capricorn Saturn in 27 degrees Capricorn just about to drop kick your butt out there all up in here uh, that's a uh, interesting three planet four planets if you include pluto there in 24 degrees capricorn we've got uranus in taurus neptune in pisces chiron in aries and the true node is in retrograde cancer and the true lilith is in aries <sighs> pisces aries pisces aries energy it is um quite a bizarre one very kind of um active I would say and sensitive fragile and hard Woo! so the moon phase we've got a waxing moon at the moment um, the uh, next full moon evidently is on the 9th of March coming up there I was just looking at um, Andy Weatherall's uh, <clears throat> chart just as I was doing the transits there for today um, because uh, the next song I've got lined up is um, Poetry in Motion, which uh, I think this version is uh, from Johnny T. 
Tillotson. Uh, this was number one in 1961, and I thought for some reason that Andy Weatherall was born in 1961, like, but that was the guy from 808 State that were born in 1961. Um, Andrew Weatherall was, in fact, born in 1963 in Windsor, April the 6th, uh, with his son there in Aries. Oh, Moon in Virgo, Sun in Aries. <laughs> Little water rabbit. Um, super interesting chart, um, I have to say. Uh, I think that his Aries with that Moon in Virgo would have um, kept that wild Moon in Virgo in check, keeping it real, as it were. Um... Aries children, Aries babies tend to be uh, how can I say this without you know they 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 do they try to do the right thing and and do the right thing by them mostly and if they if there is uh, you know it's not it's it's not going to be an easy task to get them to do what you want them to do you know, um, which is probably why he kind of chose the lifestyle he did. He was quite eccentric character, evidently. So you got his Mercury in Aries as well. So he's got Sun and Mercury in Aries and then Venus in Pisces, bless his heart. And his Mars in Leo and Jupiter in Aries. So quite a lot of Aries energy there, Saturn in Aquarius. Uh, but that Moon in Virgo, you know, giving him that edge, giving his... Uh, his reason to be meticulous and pernickety and really go with the truth of what an Aries uh, needs to do with with these combos. Um, Yeah. So up next we have Poetry in Motion. I will give my love an apple. What a lovely name for a song. And that was I Will Give My Love an Apple from the album Folk Songs, the 1972 album by the countertenor Alfred Della and lutenist Desmond Dupree. I thought this uh, folk song was rather eerie and a change from the normal pop music that we're used to. Hope you enjoyed it. On to the next. going with the momentum of that song what a beautiful tune I remember the first time I heard it it was like what is this angelic idyllic fantastical music I hear Uh, that was Papua New Guinea by 
the future sound of London featuring Graham Massey, uh, one of the founders from the 808 state. I remember also having the seven inch of the only ride that bites. Do you remember that with MC tunes? Oh, we're talking a long, long time ago, kiddies. And this is a great time to reflect on a Mercury retrograde. Um, yes, I hadn't quite realised how considerably older 808 state were than us children back in the 90s. Um, also, uh, the late the, the late Andy Weatherall uh, also remixed this song. Uh, it's quite shocking for the uh, dance community a couple of weeks ago hearing about his sudden death. Um, just makes you think in 24 hours, everything can just flip. You know, you think when you're, when you're a teenager, you think you're invincible and you're going to live forever. Um, and then reality literally bites. The only one that bites. Um, but seemingly he had this uh, clot. Um, so, you know, you read into these things when you think, oh, bloody hell, they're for the grace of God sort of thing. Uh, and evidently you an aspirin can break down a clot, but, but if you don't know it's happening, it can, you know, just be literally, you know... One, you're there one minute and there, you're, and then you're not. Uh, I was, I was literally talking to my friend who um, I haven't seen for a few months, and he, he, he was saying that he had had basically a stroke, and he's 26, a young chap, a really good prestigious job, um, really shocking. And, I, and he was ex- sort of expressing the story, and it's kind of similar to to the Andy Weatherall thing where, um, you know, like a bubble, an air bubble or something um, can, can get trapped in your brain or in your heart. It's just so fleeting. Um, and he, he was saying that um, he was getting ready to go out with some mates and he went to the loo and he went to change the toilet roll. He's uh, a good boy, changing that toilet roll in the holder there. Um but he couldn't lift up his arm. His other arm was fine, but this he was at first he was kind of like, "Oh, I'm having a panic attack. I've never had a panic attack before. Is this what a panic attack is?" Um, and then he kind of like um, came downstairs and he told his flat his housemate, um, and he was like, um, I, "This is freaking me out a bit. What shall I do?" And his, luck, and his luck, brother is a doctor. Um, and so he rang his Skyped him and um, at that point he tried to smile and the one it was quite evident the one side of his face was just dead, like it wasn't moving. Um, I was just like flipping Nora. You know, he's a 26-year-old, young, fit, healthy guy. The body like Spider-Man at the moment. He's been to the, going to the gym. Um, so, yeah, and um, they got him in for tests at Charing Cross. And um, I did the CAT scan, did every kind of necessary blood tests and everything. And they gave him some um, blood thinners and things like that. But, you know, he got it just in time. So it didn't have any... I mean, you wouldn't even know just to look, have a chat with him right now that, that anything, had, anything bizarre had happened to him. So it's just... Um, so the signs are all there. I mean, evidently he, he, he could put his hands up above his head. But he did say... 
before he before he did because you're supposed to move around and do all these checks aren't you but anyway I'm waffling on and um it's just fleeting isn't it you know it's all um it's I suppose that's life as Esther Ransom would once say If you're looking for something to watch on Tele, I'm having a bit of a problem with Netflix as well because I think I've watched everything on there. <laughs> but uh, head on to BBC Four with Storyville. Um, evidently, Storyville is a thing, and there's been loads of loads of interesting documentaries via this vehicle of Storyville. Um, but I just caught this thing uh, last night called The Rise and Fall of a Porn Star. And it's a Storyville documentary, um, apparently filmed over several years, seven years in fact, um, follows the path of porn star Jonathan Agassi. Um, but that's kind of like a westernised version of his uh, Hebrew name, which is Yonatan or something like that. It's very beautiful. Um, and explores the impact that both the industry and his upbringing have had on his life. Um, I watched it and I, f- I found it difficult to watch at times, uh, but it really fueled with um, high energy and shocking, shocking moments of, of this chap's life where, you know what, like leather chaps, um, <laughs> rubber chaps, uh, he, he's young and he has massive insecurities, but at the same time totally in control of what he wants it's quite quite odd um but fascinating to see that like how quickly his life sort of like just goes from extremes to more extremes um i totally recommend it um i'm happy to say that he is still alive the um (laughs) but now living back in israel in tel aviv uh he um it's an hour and 30 minutes so it's like watching a film it's and he goes to live in berlin which is um you know one of my favorite places on the planet um and it's so bizarre to think like like 50 if you were were in a time machine and went 50 years back previous to that berlin was a totally different place and then you fast forward 50 years and you know these crazy clubs you know in rubber and leather and whips a sort of like uh and, and people sort of like watching these shows behind you know the, the on the stage behind cages kind of thing it's it's a real feast for the eyes this documentary um he i i, I did actually i do want to comment on one thing and that um his relationship with his father without giving too many spoilers it really did affect him like just there was something that he'd said to him when he was like 11 or 12 it just resonated in his mind and and just you know really uh gave him insecurity just one word that his father just and then obviously and then um there was a the the, the breakup of the marriage of his parents and all the rest of it really had a profound effect on his life uh but just 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 even the mention of it could just spin him out was it's just bizarre to see and very sad uh and um, i'm very happy that he uh went back into the bosom of his mother back in israel where he he kind of like um got the full support that he probably 
didn't have in Berlin where he was doing all the male escorting and um, doing his adult films and he was a total superstar in in the in that realm of that industry um his self-destructive behavior and sensitivity was it it just it just was brutal brutally honest um and i've gone on and i totally recommend rise and fall of a porn star which is about jonathan agassi um from israel the story is incredible I remember when Energy Flash came out in 1990. I was like, what is this music? It's like, and I mean, obviously, you know, you do have to be in a certain state of mind to kind of like, you know. And also it was like the the, um, piss and vinegar thing that Andy Weverall says, that you're full of it, aren't you, at that age in 1990. You're 18, you know, full of shit. And... um, you're kind of like the music scene, you know, the rave scene was all kicking off and uh, this Jerry Beltram song just flew out of New York City. Um, and literally, I would get into the song. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, so uh, I, I thought, I remember thinking of Jerry Beltram as some kind of, uh, you know, unicornian, mythological character um which is quite bizarre because i mean he's just a kid from new york i'm just looking at his wikipedia and he was born in 1971 i thought he was i don't know and he's a virgo so yeah so very meticulous trending on twitter is uh duffy uh the singer from wales who had a hit with mercy uh roughly around 10 years ago and it was played on the radio station and um she had an album called rock ferry i think it was under rough trade uh at the time and she, she just blew up and she was constantly on rotation on the radio stations um and then um she kind of disappeared um but it was i mean i to be to be quite fair it wasn't really on my radar um that type of sort of music you know i wasn't really much of an amy winehouse fan either or duffy to be to be frank you know i i kind of like my louisa franklin and alice coltrane that sort of thing um but currently trending on twitter is the very sad um uh, release of her um, story about the fact that she disappeared was that she'd been kidnapped, drugged and raped uh, over a sustained period of time um, which is utterly heartbreaking and um, very brave of her to release her um, experience or story on Twitter, uh, no Instagram wasn't it and now it's uh, trending on Twitter Um just looking at her chart, she's got she is massively Cancerian energy. She's got four major planets in Cancer, and her Moon is in Aries. Um, very strong, strong, strong woman, um, and 
it's it's uh, very brave like i say for her to come out and uh not just disappear and and want to just uh forget about it i mean 10 years has passed there is a certain element of healing but uh to then share this experience must be uh, very 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 difficult um but there's some twitter is a very strange place i never take it seriously it's just you know people take social media and they stay away from it because they get triggered or what have you and i have to say i'm very surprised at some of the comments um but mostly i would say 90 percent, 95 percent of the comments are fully fully um with support uh, and love for um duffy um yeah, she's a Grammy award-winning singer, but uh, she disappeared. Um, I just, yeah, so I think that, like, we just, like, with the whole vibe at the moment, it just seems that people are so out for themselves that there's no real kind of concept of really trying to just be nice. Don't be a dick to people, you know? It's just kind of, it's really easy to just reach out and you know you don't have to expect something back if you're doing something kind for somebody you know um yeah uh, it's very strange times where where we do where there's very much kind of this vibe of me 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 when um you know we should be collaborating and and, uh helping one another i know it sounds schmaltzy and whatever but it's sad that you know there's there are people isolated in the country you know oh god i feel a rant coming on (laughs) i mean there's like large quantities of people sort of dying because uh very young ages at the moment and i honestly think that's because community centers and and health centers and um sports centers um, that are kind of like supposedly governed by our local boroughs, which we, you know, basically contribute to monthly, yearly, um, are all closing down or made private. You know, the, I think it's a base back in the 50s and 60s in England, you see all this footage of, um, you know, people at Lido's and going swimming or having some kind of event in the community that people all get together with. And um, there's none of that now. If you want to go to your local gym, you still have to pay a concession fee. You still have to, like, pay fees that perhaps if you're on something like universal credit or on low income, you know, it's not going to necessarily you know um be something that you could budget into your especially if you're kind of older and you're not working it's um yeah and they're wondering why you know the the death rate is suddenly becoming hitting people over at a young age where they're not supposed they're supposed to be thriving for another 30 years you know i think that um and 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 you've got like people in charge saying oh we don't know what it could be you know it's common sense it's this lack of sense of community it's just all a bombardment of money 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 and business and corporation you know and that's that's not caring is it people (coughs) i know i've gone on a six minute rant but you get my drift um i just want to i just want to be vibrating good vibes you know
You've been listening to Mud Hut by Asha DC. Thank you for getting so far in the episode today and uh, try not to stress out out there, people. Um, I know it's easier said than done. Be confident and uh, keep moving forward. Till the next time.